primary point of contact is a very important question to ask because you want to know who you're supposed to call when you have the questions. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Well, Colleen, let's interview you. I think this should be fun on today's show. Uh, questions that you should ask an agent if you're looking to buy or sell your home. And um, we're going to put Colleen under the microscope, as I said, and ask her to answer these questions. So not only why are they important to ask in the first place, but what her answers sound like. So you might be able to use those as a comparison to you interviewing an agent. Or maybe we can just get the pre-interview of Colleen out of the way for you in many ways. All right, so uh, first question, Colleen. And, and these aren't necessarily in a, you know, a, a demanded order. Uh, these could come in a different order than what we'll present them as. But first thing that kind of gets uh, on my mind when I think about working with an agent is uh, your experience level and, and how long you've been a full-time agent in the market, in the area. Why is that important to ask? Yeah, well, the key to that is full-time, definitely, because it's um, a lot of people get their license and they just kind of want to dabble in real estate or do it part-time. And really, as quick as the laws change, as quick as the market stats change, and as much as we have to stay on top of that to be good, to offer the best service to our clients, it really takes putting a full-time effort into this, making this your career. So when you are interviewing an agent, it's very important to know, are they a full-time agent? Are they committed to their career? And for how long? So that's why that question matters so much. And then what about your response to that? Tell us a little bit about your experience in the market and you and your team. Oh, okay. So I have been a full-time real estate agent for 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> you can I say it. Take, Don't be embarrassed like by it. <laughs> I like to throw this in. I took six years off when my kids were little. And because my boys were close in age, they were just less than two years apart. So while they were little, I took six weeks off at home and really just focused on them and had a blast with them. And then I got back into it. So yeah, so 24 minus six. And that's how long I've been, I've been doing it. And I have owned my team since 2016. So we were coming up on five years as the Benson Broker Group team. That's awesome. So cool to hear that you're reaching a milestone there as a company, and you've certainly been in the business personally for a very long time. That's great now, to hear. Now, in my market, that's kind of a keyword too. Yeah, so break the, break the question yeah, down a little so further for us. I started in the Portland market, and my office was at Lloyd Center. And so I've only been in the Salem market for seven and a half years and the Lincoln City market for about five years. Oh, very cool. So you've got, uh, just like you currently serve, you've got experience kind of all up and down the corridor. All up and down, yep. Yeah, very cool. Important question to ask. So would it be a red flag if somebody was saying, I've got a bunch of years of experience, but this is maybe my first year selling in, you know, this area? Like, No, uh, not at all. Okay. I believe that you can, yeah, I believe you can jump into a new territory. And if you're a skilled real estate agent, it's very easy to overcome that curve of learning neighborhoods, school districts, desirable areas. You know, that's just that's just doing your homework. Very cool. Good to know. Uh, all right. How about another question? How many homes do you sell or buy each year? Why would something like volume be super important? Well, with the more homes you sell, the more experience, the more things you've seen, <laughs> the more situations you've encountered. It's just a matter of skill and experience. 
And Th- this one almost more important than the years in business because you could be in business for 20 years but only sell a couple of homes a year if you're doing yeah. it part-time versus someone who's only been in the game for five years but sells a lot of homes each year. They've actually got more experience. Yeah, you bet. And my team, like sometimes my newer agents will say, who do I say when they ask me? I'm like, just be honest. And also let them know that as a team, these are our numbers. And so you get exposed to all those different scenarios because we talk about them daily as a team. So, and we are here to back our agents up. If there's, you know, a a feeling of, of what do I do in this scenario? We're just a phone call away and we can help guide and coach the agent on what to do. So on our team, we... This year, we're going to wrap up 2020 with about 185 homes sold for the year, which is a big number. That's anything over 100. Everyone loves to say they can sell 100 homes in a year, but it's definitely a challenge once you're up over 100. And what it takes is the systems in place because we don't ever want our clients to feel like we're too busy for them or we'll get to them later. Um, So with those systems in place, the customer care becomes making them always feel valued and like if I can't take a call because I'm on this radio show or whatnot, the call's going to somebody that can take the call and take a message for me. So that's how, when you're talking about how many homes you buy or sell each year, or, or that matters too. You're, you're talking about three to four a week this year that yes. you've sold, the, the pace. Yeah. That's, that's like neck break speed, it feels like. I mean, that's a lot of people closing on homes a couple of times a week. That Your team, that's there's never a dull day at the Benson Broker Group. No, we usually, it seems like we usually have five closings a week at least. And um, lately we've been doing about more than that. So it's R- just a matter mm-hmm. of just improving systems, doing the same thing on a larger scale. That's very cool. Uh, important question to ask, definitely not only the years of experience, but the volume that's been going on as well. Just should tell you a little bit about that agent that you're looking to work with, and more importantly, the team. When they're in a team structure, that can be very beneficial as well. Another great question to ask, and especially if you're going to be dealing with a team, who's going to be your primary point of contact through the transaction? And this one's interesting, Colleen, because some people get very protective or feel like they only want to talk with that person that they trust, that that, that main point of contact, whereas others are okay having multiple different people that they're interacting with. Why is that an important question to ask, first of all? And, and then what's your team structured like? That's such a great question because you want to know who you're dealing with, right? And we want our clients to feel like they are set up in the know from the very beginning on expectations and what to expect. So this is an expectation question, and I love it. And if my potential client doesn't ask, that I address this with all of my clients because there's a team structure here. And um, so for my sellers that I work with directly, I am their primary point of contact for all the big decisions. And then I've got a transaction manager, Judith, that is their point of contact for all of the details. So it's kind of like, is this a Colleen question or a Judith question? I'm not sure. We'll help steer you to the right person on who it is. But mainly Judith is at the office Monday through Friday, eight to five as a transaction manager to field all calls, questions regarding the details to the transaction. Yet I'm always available to talk about what about this scenario? What about that scenario? What does our seller's net look like? Do we have enough money to do this? What we want to do on this purchase? Those bigger type questions of of kind of consultation is where I come in the most. But primary point of contact is a very important question to ask. You want to know who you're supposed to call when you have the questions. And then also, you know, there's a lot of questions that actually are directed right to the lender that we're like, that's a lender question. Let me get your lender on the phone and he can answer that for you. 
That's a great way to look at it. Absolutely. And and so you guys like to have multiple touches, multiple people involved yes. in the process, special yes. specializing in different elements of the transaction. Yeah. I mean, Judith's going to call every day, unless that annoys you, then she won't. And <laughs> check in and see how you're doing, what questions you have, how are you feeling, is there anything you need? And then my calls are probably going to be more like when necessary, like, okay, we got a repair addendum. Let's sit down and go over this. Very cool. I think it's important, too, because if you're just going to be working with one agent, well, what happens if you can't get in touch with that person? Um, yeah. And you need to. And we had some friends who were working with an agent and they couldn't get in touch with the agent. They wanted to put an offer in on a home and the agent had gone on vacation. <laughs> it was like so, no communication for a week. They were out, yeah, they were out of pocket. I and, hear that all the time. I will have buyers call me directly about one of my listings and say, we really want to make an offer on your listing, but our, but our agent's out of town and we can't get hold of them. And I was like, ah, my, my hands are tied. I can't really help you. You're loyal to your agent. You've got to wait for your agent. Or did your agent have somebody looking over their business while they're gone? You know, and, and that is the definite difference between a team and a solo. We just, we have a list of phone numbers we give you when we list your home or you go into a buyer contract. So you know that if for whatever reason you cannot reach your agent, there's 10 other agents you can call and we're all in tune. We go over every single morning all of our deals and where they're at so we, we can all step in and help each other. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.